Hello, and thank you for tuning in to a pod of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Will you recognize, will you recognize your star? Because you are a star wherever you are. Today is Thursday. One more day till we get to Friday. Thank God we made it to another ending of a week. Woo! It is cold. Is it cold where you are? Is it hot? Are you living in California where you got that L.A. weather where it's a good 70 degrees all year round and you really don't ever have anything to worry about? And if you want to, you know, go to the snow, you can just drive up a mountain and then drive back down to nice regular weather. California is in my dreams. I need to be there one day, one day. Anyways, back to my East Coast vibes. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the pod of Born to Be a Star. And um, I hope that you know you're a star wherever you are. Like I say every day, I'm here to tell you how beautiful you are. I'm here to tell you what you can do. And I'm here to tell you stop thinking that you can't do what you put your mi- something you put your mind to. Stop saying what you can't do. Stop believing in doubt. Stop believing in fear. You know what fear is? It's a word. So get over it, step over it, and get through it. You can really do anything you put your mind to. The idea that you can't accomplish something because it's difficult doesn't mean you can't accomplish it. It just means you're going to face difficulty doing it. And there's difficulty in a lot of things. Merge through the difficulty and get to the other side of it. When you focus and you set your mind to something, there's nothing that should be able to stop you. And I dare you to look in the mirror and recognize who you are. I dare you to look in that rec- mirror and recognize how handsome, how beautiful, how talented, how smart you are. And that this is only the beginning for you. I dare you to recognize who you can become and who you can be. Because nothing can stop you. Nothing. So anyways, let's get into our pod for the day. Let's start our conversation off by talking about you know who. No media allow, no media allow, no media allow. They lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Dude, it's Thursday and guess what? Mansion sucks. And guess who else sucks? Cinema. At this point, I'm tired of them talking about what they don't like. I don't really like this stupid thing either, but we gotta have something passed. And how long are we gonna keep talking about this the democrats are so pathetic how do they have power of all these offices and they can't do anything this isn't good for them and as somebody that pays attention to politics and listens to stuff every day every day and i podcast every day i just have a lot of questions first do you think this is looking good if you're going to be running in 2022 no like you just got eaten for breakfast and uh a place that was sort of important, West Virginia. Guess what? A Republican won. Hello? Like, what did you think was going to happen? Did you really think you were going to win that? Then you ended up winning Jersey. Well, that's great. But you're losing in places where you needed to win because they keep gerrymandering and fixing up voting and doing all this ridiculous stuff and nothing's happening. Instead of these people holding these other people responsible and doing something about things, they just dilly-dally. It, you know, it feels like there's one party and two names. That's what it feels like. It just, it feels like we just keep getting run in circles over and over and over again. They're still talking about an infrastructure bill they were talking about in July. It is November. Nothing has been passed. They said they were going to pass something in October. It's November. I'd like to know what they're waiting for because they also have a problem with a debt ceiling that they can't fix either. 
and you know whose problem the debt ceiling was? Um, dum, da da dum, 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 dum. It wasn't the Democrats' fault, but it probably was. I don't know. Like, listening to Biden talk just irritates me. It really, really, really irritates me. I'm tired of being in a situation where I just have to constantly listen to the nonsense. I also don't like being surrounded by all these elderly people, and they don't even know what day it is. They don't know where they are. They're, like, lost. They have, like, Alzheimer's. It's depressing, right, bro? Like, literally. Like, what is going on, man? Like, what? Like, what? It doesn't make any sense, right? Because it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what is going on? Like, why do we keep allowing these people to do this? They need to be held accountable. They need to be getting replaced. Like, no more of the lying. Like, you you need to get replaced. Like, you people want to have these positions forever. You want to end up elderly still burning the country while we watch the flames? No. Like, Nancy Pelosi is too old. Chuck Schumer, again, these people, they don't know what year we're in. They operate like there's some bipartisan. There's no bipartisan in any of this crap. What are you talking about? They are going to filibuster you forever. And then Manchin, I don't want to raise the filibuster. Uh, That's not smart on the Constitution of this and then that and then this and then that. Bro, it's not 1982. It's 2021 about to be 2022. Could you shut up about the Constitution that was created in 1912? Are we really talking about that? Like, don't you get frustrated listening to these elderly skeletons talk about stuff? Like, they have any sort of idea about what people actually think now. They're so disconnected from reality. I don't think they're getting back to reality. Like, they're so far away from reality. Like, reality is we're paying for their mess-ups. We are paying for their mess-ups. Why do we need another free daycare? There's care for kids that already exists, and there's all these other programs that exist for people that live in a certain area that have poverty and can't afford to pay for daycare. And these programs already exist. Why are these progressive morons hyping up crap that's stupid? I don't want to hear this while my check gets taxed to no tomorrow. I don't want to hear all this stuff. I'm trying to survive too. Does anybody care about me? Because I'm not in like a, a small percentage of people that get all the stuff. No. No one cares about me. No one cares about Skip. And no one cares about you. But they want to just keep talking, talking, talking about how this legislation is going to make such a difference. Do you know that Biden went to a climate discussion and he doesn't have anything? He has words from people. The words from people doesn't mean anything because if something is actually going to happen with the climate in this world that we live in, I'm sorry, 2050 isn't going to help anybody. It isn't. By that point, it's going to be too late. It's going to be like one of these movies where everything just starts blowing up and stuff. It's going to be like that. Like, I I feel like these morons don't get it. If something bad is coming with weather and climate, this isn't going to fix it. Like, massive amounts of money would have to go into this, and they would have to take this serious. They would have to seriously figure out a way to stop coal mining. Not only stop coal mining, but to limit the amount of oil that's being distributed because you have to dig for oil. If there's actual issues with this stuff, like seriously, none of this would be happening. 
Like, granted, they are really dumb. Like, extremely stupid. Like, politicians are not that bright. Like, we know that. But, come on, man. Like, seriously? Like, seriously? How long are we just going to keep listening to them? Like, filibuster stuff and say they're going to do one thing, then do another. Then Bernie is writing a letter in the Wall Street Journal and Manchin's writing an op-ed. And Kristen Cinema is doing all this weird crap, getting money out of people, ignoring people when they try to talk to her at the airport. Like, these politicians aren't famous. These people aren't famous. They don't deserve to be treated like that. AOC is a bartender, bro. She's not that smart. And if she was that smart... How did she end up being a bartender? Because guess what? I went to school. I have an education too, and I'm not a bartender. So tell me how that works. Tell me how that works. And I'm a girl. I live on the East Coast. Am I a bartender? No. Did I go to an Ivy League school like she likes to point out? I went to a regular state college. But do you see me running around saying, I did this? No. Why would I do that? I... The idea of these malarkey people in office trying to act like they're somebody special. You can't be somebody special if you're not doing something for the everybody. Not just the 1% of the poor poverty people, but the everybody in the community. Because not all of the community is in that percentage. So, you know what? That's kind of a problem within itself. For you to be stigmatizing certain people and trying to make them seem like it's something it's not. You see the problem with these people, like Democrats and progressives, like, and the problem with Republicans, they just, they hate Democrats so much, they don't want to do anything. Like, the problem with this country is we have a bunch of morons in power. And until all the reins are stripped away from them and they're left with nothing but nothing, and I mean nothing, until that happens... Nothing is going to change. These people are going to run for re-election and they're going to try to stay in part in the office of whatever. And they're going to try to either do nothing and do all this filibustering. And it doesn't really seem like Biden actually cares. Like he went to a summit talking about climate while we're dealing with inflation and we're moving into hyperinflation and there's no houses and you know how I can tell you that I look every day the amount of the money for the houses are skyrocketing like skyrocketing like every day I look you know trying to figure out what we're going to do and when I find something it's there then it's not then whatever and it's just it's just it's like what is going on man like Seriously. At what point are you people going to be held responsible and take accountability for what you did, how you failed, and what you're not going to do? You're not actually going to do anything. Your intention isn't to make anything better for any of us. Your intention is just to steer us into a black hole where we can't see anything and we can't hold you accountable. Listening to you buffoons talk on a Sunday about what you're going to do on a Tuesday and then Tuesday comes and you're confused is stupid. Like, don't act like you care. You don't care. And uh, stop talking about these poor people. You want to give them tax breaks. They don't have jobs. How are they getting tax breaks? Tell me how that works. Like, 
it's so frustrating listening to this lunacy and you are concerned about paid leave time. If you have a real job, you don't have to be worried about paid leave time. Hmm. You don't. If you have a real job, paid leave time is a joke. It's already there. It's called PTO. Pay time off. What are these people talking about? They're trying to get the government to make all this legislation for bums. Stop it. It's just another day of me talking about how the government is trying to okay bummery. And how the government wants to be all up in your business. Didn't Remember when we had to have that conversation about how the government wants to look at your bank account if you have $600 or more? I bet you they changed that idea, right? Because isn't that kind of dumb? You want to be in my business more? You're already in my business enough. Uncle Sam is just chopping my paycheck in the little itty bitty, tiny bitty sections. And the cost of inflation is killing me. You know how much we got to pay for rent here, man? Let alone trying to buy a house or own something, forget the taxes on that, God, you can't win, dude, you can't win, Mm-mm. anyways, thank you for tuning in to the first part of our conversation on no many allow, no many allow, no many allow, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway, moving into our conversation, let's be real instead of fake, what do I mean by that? You know, instead of having, like, a pompous attitude and thinking that you're, like, like you're so much better than someone else because blah, 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 just be a person. Like, you don't always have to be in competition with somebody trying to be better than someone else. Like, it's okay not to do that. It's okay to love people for who they are, and it's okay to just be real. Like, have fun. Be, like, authentic. Be yourself. Be who you actually are. Don't put, like, a fake, like, shade on and act a different way around certain people than others and not be who you actually are and feel like that. I hate that people feel like they have to pretend to be something else around one person versus another. That shit's unnecessary. Just be who you are. Like, and if you're surrounded by someone who's making you feel like you can't do that, then you might not need to be around them. Like, that could probably be an issue. Like, you shouldn't be feeling like you have to change who you are to be surrounded by someone else. That That's not cool. And don't do it to yourself. Like, be happy, man. Love who you are. Love who you're becoming. Love who you're learning to be. And, and be okay with that. Being real means... Yeah, you tell your friends the nitty-gritty. Being real means that dress didn't look that good. Being real means, I don't know if I really want to watch this right now. Being real means you're having a good time and you don't care what anybody thinks. Being real means you're staying authentic to yourself and you're not trying to change yourself because you're paranoid or you have anxiety or whatever. That's what it means. So... Yes. Be real with yourself. And be real with others too. Not just yourself, but be real with others. You're going to be in situations where you're surrounded by people. People that you're used to and people that you might not know yet. If you stay authentic, then you're not going to have a problem with anything. 
I'm 100% authentic all the time. I don't change myself because of different people. I don't think you should do that. I consider myself, you know, who I am, and and I know who I am. So I don't have to pretend to be something else to fit in with anyone else. And, and you shouldn't have to do that either. Be okay with being who you are and love who you are. That's what I mean. Love who you are. Be okay with learning and living and adjusting and moving forward and being real. Just be real. That's it. Because being fake and pretending and acting one way and then acting another or changing the tone in your voice so you can have a high-pitched voice and sound like this instead of sound like this. Like, do you really need to do that? Do you really want to sound like Barbie? Oh, my God, you're so true. Oh, yeah. And this and that. And th- like, do you really want to sound like that? Like, that's not realistic. Like, that sounds fake. That sounds like a pretend TV show with a camera. Like, stop. Next part of our conversation, there's nothing wrong with confidence. Some people will tell you that you shouldn't talk about things that you've achieved, whether that's education, a promotion, or creating something. People will tell you, oh, you need to be humble. You're bragging too much. Stop telling people about this achievement that you did, blah, blah, blah. Right. Is that the situation? I don't know. Like, is it? Like, I feel like confidence is necessary. Because confidence builds up your self-esteem within yourself and gives you the ability and the freedom to accomplish things, conquer goals, and really stand out among the sheep. It gives you the ability to master interviews. It gives you the ability to tell somebody what you want versus them telling you what they're going to give you. That's what confidence does. It gives you the ability to just navigate through life knowing that you can do things instead of wondering if you're going to be able to do things. And you shouldn't feel any type of way about that. You really shouldn't. And that's just it. So don't feel bad about confidence. Don't feel bad about feeling good about yourself. Don't feel bad about people telling you not to feel good about any of that. And ignore them because they're just annoying and they're upset in their own crap and they don't want you to be happy. And maybe if somebody is acting like that with you or they don't want you to be you know, proud of something that you have achieved, then maybe you don't need to be around them. You shouldn't have to be miserable to make other people happy. We've talked about that before. If someone's making you miserable, you shouldn't be around them. There's that. Next part of our conversation. Some people like failing. So let them fail. Like, this coincides with what I talk to when I when I, what I talk about when I'm talking about politics and poverty and how they keep giving these free handouts and they keep talking about daycare, but there's already care for kids and there's already all these free programs that already exist. These people are getting food stamps, free housing, free money, free medical. They don't pay for anything. And some of us are going to work. We're getting like our wages like slaughtered, like our salaries are just getting like burnt. Like we're really like filling it. And some people have decided 
they don't want to do anything with themselves. They don't want to be held responsible. They don't want to figure out how to get education. They don't want to figure out how to prosper and how to get into the life where you are living. They don't want that. They don't. So where do we go from there? Like, if someone doesn't want to do good and they want to fail and they want to live off the government and they want constant handouts, you can't do anything with that person. And I'm not saying that some people don't need help. That's not what I'm talking about. There's people that are deliberately going out of their ways not to work jobs. I'm not talking about retired people. I'm not talking about people that have worked a certain amount of years and been able to retire. I'm not talking about that group. I'm not talking about people that are working right now. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people that get jobs and quit jobs and are, they keep jumping around from thing to thing and they have no consistency. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about the idea that you think it's okay to not have a plan and to just get a handout instead. No. Why do I have to care about your medical coverage when I'm trying to live my life? Why is that my responsibility to be concerned about your child that's not mine? How does that work? Because if I have kids, no one's going to care about them. There's no sign I could put up saying, I have a full-time job. I can pay for my child. Can I have free money because my kid wants a Happy Meal? There's no sign for that. And why do we owe them any sort of sympathy and feeling bad? Like, this coincides with what I was saying earlier. If you want to succeed, everyone is given the same opportunities. Like, in high school, you can apply to whatever college you want. If you work really hard and you get in, like, honors or AP classes, dude, you can literally, literally do whatever you want, man. You can go to all the, you can go to a state college, you can go to, like, a really big private one, whatever. You can figure it out. Like, you can. Why do you have to feel like you can't do something? Like, why? I guess I don't understand that. The failing aspect, the wanting to fail. And the wanting to have remorse or sympathy or you want people to be empathetic to that. Why should I care? Why? Why do you deserve for me to give you the time of day? For what? These are the questions. And this is what you should be asking yourself. Why do others deserve to get sympathy if you can't have it? They're given the same options as you. The same options. If they want to be successful, there's things they're going to have to do to get to that level. If you want to be able to get whatever job you have, then you have to go to school. It's a requirement. If you want to be able to do one thing or another, you have to know how you get there. Yeah, college is expensive, but that is the luxury of going. The You can basically do whatever you want. Say it all the time.
Let them fail and succeed not worrying about them failing. Because if they wanted to succeed too, they wouldn't be failing. Don't let their mental games get to you. Ignore them. Failures will be failures. And success will find success. You end up where you're supposed to be. If you work really hard and you focus and you're structured, you'll get to your goals and you'll accomplish them and succeed. And you'll be incredible. So I dare you, be incredible. Lastly, love who you are. Love who you are. Love who you're becoming. Love the reflection in the mirror. Love yourself. Love how you got to where you are. Regardless if you're 21 or 45 or whatever. Or you're you're older than that. Like you figured out a way to retire. Like learn to travel. Learn to love your life. Watch your kids grow up. Like if you're deciding if you want to adopt a kid or you want to have a kid or you want to go to college or you want to start a career. Or you want to start up your own business or you want to be a podcaster. Whatever, bro. You want to make skirts forever. Like You want to be an interior designer or you want to sell real estate. Love who you are. Whatever your your talents are, love yourself. Even if you don't have any talents, who cares? Love who you are. Don't let anyone tell you that you're not brave, that you're not beautiful, that you're not handsome, that you're not amazing. Because the world will constantly tell you, and Facebook for sure will constantly show you a bunch of pictures of people doing all these things. They won't show you how they got to those things, but they'll show you all these things that will make you feel like, how am I going to get there? Turn it off. Look in the mirror. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get that. Do it. And love your life. That's all you can do. You can't live your life worried about what everybody's saying. Because that's not living. That's living in a box waiting for them to let you out. You're not in a box. You're not owned. Live. Love yourself. Regardless of what people are saying. Regardless of how people feel. Love who you are anyway. Because at the end of the day, you have yourself to rely on. Sometimes you have other people that can be trusted to rely on. But sometimes you don't have anyone else. Sometimes you only have yourself. Love yourself. Because if you can love yourself, then the sky is the limit for anything else after that. Next part of our conversation. Let's talk about... Star Wars Talk, Star Wars Talk, we watch together. T-Mobile is giving Paramount to new customers and old ones too. Yes, they are. And if you didn't hear me, I'll say it again. We are getting Paramount for free. So I think on November 9th, if you are a T-Mobile customer, you will get a code and you will have access to Paramount for free. Um, That's my favorite word that starts with an F besides food, um, free. And uh, I really do like free when it's actually free. Like, sometimes free is attached to strings, and I don't like that kind of free. I like free-free, like, where I don't have to actually do anything, and I just get to access it and like it. That's what I mean. That's what I like. Um, and I definitely think that you'll like it, too. 
Um, I'm excited about it. I haven't really watched Paramount like that, but now that it's going to be free, I'm definitely going to watch it, and I think I'm definitely going to like it. And if you've got T-Mobile 2, enjoy! It's going to be really great. Paramount has a lot of originals, and they've got their own uh, collection of shows and movies, and they've had a lot of stuff. It seems like they have a, a big like selection of options. So it's going to be fun to navigate through that and check out and see what they have. Um, I guess we'll have to wait till the 9th. Which... already came because it's thursday so it's the 11th duh but i haven't had time but trust me i'm going to go on the t-mobile app or go on the t-mobile website and check it out in a minute to verify to see if it works i don't know if i should call t-mobile or if i could just go on the t-mobile website and enter in my phone number and that's how it works i totally forgot on the ninth, dude but it's okay like, sometimes we're busy and we lose track of time or whatever. Most people are busy. So, it's the 11th. So, we're both two days behind here. But if you've got T-Mobile, figure out a way to go on the website and see if you get access automatically. Or do you have to call them up or do you have to go on the Paramount app and enter in some information? It might be a collection of that. Like, Tuesday is free T-Mobile Tuesday. So, if you've got the free T-Mobile Tuesday app, it could still be in the app. Go check it out and, and see what you can find. I'm going to do that too. So we'll see what happens. Next part of our conversation is cutting the cable smart. I know that we complain about cable, right? Like it costs too much money. Why am I paying all this money? Is it worth it? And I have a stupid phone line that I never talked to anybody on the phone with it. But I have it just because they added that in and it was smart to take it. Honestly, I don't know if it's smart to have cable. Like I question... How much of the cable are we looking at? And granted, I do like the fact that there's like special like mystery channels for Hallmark or there's like FYI or there's the history channel with the pawn people on there. And there's all these unique shows and finds and there's Food Network and HGTV and all these things. But granted, there's some network TV that I can't stand and I don't want to look at. And I just think the acting is horrible and it's like all c-rated and i don't want to look at any of it there's that aspect of it too and then there's commercials like like honestly i'd rather wait to things go on netflix and then watch it on there like i like riverdale you know i like those teen boppy shows and you know when i want to watch them i just kind of wait till they go on netflix and then look at them there so one i don't have to do with commercials and two i can just watch the entire season all at once when you watch it on tv you have to like wait I don't know if I like that. Like, I like having the ability to just watch the entire season in my own time frame. So, do I think cable is worth the money? I definitely think it's overpriced. But, you know, when you have cable, then you can get access to epics. And they give a bunch of, like, freebies away. Like, having Xfinity, as much as I want to complain about it, like, I can't imagine not having it. So, I guess, like, it's like a two-way half street all of, it's good and bad all at once like you kind of don't want to pay all the money you pay for it but then again you want to have it because of everything that comes with having it so like you have to have it because you want to be able to watch news in case like i don't know covid happens it's kind of important to have access to a news station it's kind of important you kind of want to have access 
to TV and in case there's a good basketball game on or a hockey game. Like, you want to be able to watch local shows and stuff like that. These are all important. So while I would like to say that cable is definitely a ripoff and uh, streaming is definitely succeeding at this point, maybe don't cut it yet. Maybe just try, try to find a cheaper plan and see what you can find with it. Next part of our conversation. What is the last series you watched? You was the last series I watched that I felt very interesting. And um, also, that um, uh, that Shudder show that I told you about, the um, Creep Show. That was the last series we watched. Um, looking forward to finding something new. What have you guys been looking at? Have you been looking at Netflix, Hulu, Amazon? What have you been watching? Hope something good. Uh, there's really nothing on TV, but maybe you've watched something on one of those apps that I stated. Hopefully you find something good, and if you haven't found anything good, there's HBO, there's Epic, there's Amazon, there's Apple Plus TV, there is Hulu, there is Netflix, and there is so much more. Anyways, Food Network in the winter is fun. Because they have all these different channels on where they're baking cookies and making all these cool things. And it's in the holiday spirit. And it's fun to watch them fail at mixing cakes together. Or it's fun to watch them make some crazy, like, gingerbread house that you just want to eat. Like, the fun of all of that together is just really entertaining. Next part of our conversation, air fryers, toaster ovens, and indoor grills. Welcome to your Thursday version of Veekstar, Veekstar. Where'd you get those Veek stars? Veek stars, Veek stars. Where'd you get those? Where'd you get those? Where'd you get those? Where'd you get those eyes? Veek star. My favorite part of our conversation. Air fryers and toaster ovens mixed together in one. Oh my. Yes. So much fun. And. Indoor grills. Then I know you're like, what are you talking about? Yes, I said that. Yes, indoor grills. Sometimes you don't want to go outside, especially if it's snowing, but you want grilled hot dogs. So get an indoor grill and be able to get a size of it where you can put it in a pantry or you can put it up in a cabinet and keep it safe somewhere. There is options. You just have to be creative. Literally. Like, you can do it. I believe in you. I really do think that having all these like toys and trinkets and um, accessories in your kitchen is necessary for being able to cook and enjoy your kitchen. Indoor grilling is fun because you don't have to worry about going outside, especially if you live in an apartment in a busy area. Like a lot of people, like the thought of grilling outside is like an illusion because you don't have access to do it. So having access to use a indoor grill is another alternative for that. So I say enjoy it. Next part of our conversation. Your kitchen can be your sanctuary. Granted, most kitchens in apartments suck. I'm not going to lie to you. I do wish my kitchen was big. I hate the fact that it's so small and I don't have any counter space and I really can't do what I want to use. I have to like utilize my kitchen table 
as like another area for me to do chopping and cutting and things because I don't have a lot of room in my kitchen. That is the one sadness of living in an apartment. The kitchen space is horrible. But I'm not going to complain about that. I'm just going to be grateful for the fact that I have a kitchen to cook in, even though it's not the size I want it to be. You know, whatever, wherever we go next, hopefully I'll get a bigger kitchen and it'll be a white Christmas or a white kitchen the way I want it to be. Granted, you know, the cabinets in the kitchen right now, they're white, but they're not the white, white I want them to be. And I can't paint them because it's an apartment. Okay. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the fact that the kitchen is not big enough for me to have all the space that I need to chop up everything I want to shove in the pan to make the skillet I want to make. Or the kitchen isn't big enough for me to actually have fun with my air fryer, a.k.a. toaster oven that I got. That's a touchscreen that I really want to play with and navigate and use and do all these fun things with. I really can't have fun the way I want to. Or I want to use my crock pot, but I have no idea where I'm going to put it in this kitchen because there's no room for it. Those things. Like, mm really annoying but yeah your kitchen can be your sanctuary so find a way to utilize the space that you have available maybe move one thing one place and move another place something another place and navigate and move things around so you can cook you know utilize your crock pot or you can use all your other utensils and make it a place that you want to be so you can enjoy cooking so you can love your house and you can love having the smell of like rice or having the smell of like lasagna like homemade lasagna like don't you want cooking to be fun and the way cooking can be fun is if you feel like you're at peace in your kitchen so create the peace in your kitchen so you love cooking i'm dreaming of a white kitchen just like i said hopefully one day i'll end up in a white kitchen with white everything the way i want it I want a nice countertop for chopping and I want, you know, a decent, you know, dishwasher and a really nice oven. And I want to be able to cook and maybe have some stools with a little middle um, island. And I want to have a place where cooking is the scenery of the house and it's got an environment where it's welcoming and it's fun, and and that's what I want, and and that's the hope of this all, is that I get to that kitchen, man, please get me to that white kitchen, anyways, that is the end of your Thursday edition of Vixar, 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 and thank you for tuning in, as always, to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star, where you recognize, where you recognize your star, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.